You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of What's Up Broadway. We are your listening hub for Broadway breaking news, industry interviews, what's trending on theater socials, and fan Q&A. Today, I am back with my co-host, Martine Acuna. How are you today, Martine? I'm good. It's been weird since Mercury Retrograde, but (laughs) I've been navigating it. Same. I feel like communication has definitely been weird um, since it started. And so I'm glad that we're both here and we're making it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But let's dive into the obvious. Diana the Musical. (laughs) Ooh, okay. I know you have some thoughts. I have lots of thoughts, but I, (laughs) I, 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 I all... Almost want to say that this is a disclaimer that I only watch the opening number because I have to see it on stage to review it. So I'm technically not supposed to watch the full um, show, but I I already have thoughts on the opening number. So what are your thoughts on the full show? Because I know that you saw it. On the full show. I mean, I love drama. So I love that the opening number starts with Camila and Diana. <laughs> I just yeah, that's dramatic. It. Yeah, it was like, ooh, there's some tea. Like, we all know the story. We all mm-hmm. know what's gonna happen. I remember like reading someone on Twitter that was like, they are foreseeing that Diana and Prince Charles are gonna get married on the opening number. And I was like, girl, where have you been the last 45 years of your life? <laughs> like, <laughs> we all know the story. Um, but I love that. The show has a lot of room for improvements as any other show, but I thought that in musical terms, I loved it. It sounded great. (laughs) I was like, I screamed several times thanks to the dress, the dress department and like, oh, the, the, the scenic design and Mostly the dresses in this specific number that I think it was the closing um, act one closing number. I just loved it. And I screamed because it was dress after dress after dress after dress. And it was like, ooh, I, I like this. The fashion of that show is French kiss. Mm. So I I put on I put on socials that like 
if Diana didn't give us anything else, it for sure gave us costume changes. It gave us memes and it gave us great captions, punny captions for Instagram. And that's literally (laughs) where it stops. I don't think Diana, I don't think anyone who's buying a Diana ticket is going to be looking for a life-changing musical. It's not going to be life-changing. It's very cheesy, very 80s pop rock. It's it's nothing that's supposed to be super exciting. You know the story. You're just yeah. going to have a good time. And listen, on that note, let's get into some Broadway breaking news. Very exciting news. Lin-Manuel Miranda shared the opening track to his next musical film adaptation, Tick, Tick, Boom, called 3090. The song is sung by Andrew Garfield, Joshua Henry, Vanessa Hudgens, Robin De Jesus, Alexandra Shipp, and MJ Rodriguez. What a phenomenal song. What a phenomenal lineup of people singing. Like, I mean... This is why Lin-Manuel Miranda is everywhere because he knows what the hell he's doing. Aladdin has suspended performances until October 12th due to COVID-19 breakthrough cases detected in the cast. They released a statement that said, and I quote, We apologize for the disappointment and inconvenience this causes ticket holders, but we trust that audiences agree that safety must be at the forefront of our return to Broadway. End quote. We wish the cast and crew of Aladdin health and wellness on this journey. Thoughts of a Colored Man, the new Broadway play by Kenan Scott II, has pushed up their opening date and now will officially open on Wednesday, October 13th. This production also teamed with Merch, the first Black-owned Broadway merchandise company, to create and sell merchandise exclusively for Thoughts of a Colored Man. Merch was founded in July 2021 by Brandon Gloucester and Brooklyn McLean. And very exciting news to me, Pal Joey, the Rogers and Hart, John O'Hara classical musical has been revised in a brand new production that will be heading to Broadway in 2022 to 2023 season. There will be a new book by Richard LaGrobbins and iconic co-directors Tony Goldlin and Sevian Glover, who will also do the choreography. We love Sevian. Adapting O'Hara's book so that the primary setting of the plot is a Southside Chicago nightclub in the 1940s and changing the characters of Linda from a clerk to an aspiring singer has enabled the creative team with the permission of the Rogers and Hart estate to interpolate some of the team's greatest songs into a already memorable score. Additions to the score include Where and When, The Lady is a Tramp, It's Never Entered My Mind, My Heart Stood Still, Falling in Love with Love, and There's a Small Hotel, among others. I am so excited about this, Martine. So much news already this morning. I mean, what do you have to say about any of this? I am really excited. I've I've been following Savion for a long time since he's a tap dancer, and I'm Mm. just excited to see him do something again i'm mm-hmm. i'm like really excited for that production mm-hmm. and pal joey is one of my favorite classical musicals but it's never really had a successful run on broadway but i'm really interested in seeing um Savion as a co-director and what he takes 
or his take to this show and mm-hmm. also, you know, a new book, mm-hmm. some songs that really don't are, are like from other shows that they're bringing into this. I mean, there's a small hotel is one of my favorite songs of all time. Rogers and Hart. <laughs> I always say Rogers and Hammerstein are the popular but the Rogers and Hart collaboration has the better songs to me personally. And so I'm really excited. Yeah, I really, could somewhat really agree to that because their their collabs are are powerful. And what do you think about Tick Tick Boom? I know you watched the trailer, the new trailer. Did you hear the new song? Yes. I have to confess, I haven't heard the original Broadway cast recording. So Tick Tick Boom is all new for me. And listening to this new song and watching the new trailer, it was like, oh my God, yes, thank you. <laughs> like we've been <laughs> getting so much either pro shots or film adaptations from musicals that it's just like, thank you. This is what I needed to get out of this pandemic. So keep getting vaccinated, keep wearing your mask and keep doing pro shots. <laughs> I keep doing pro shots. <laughs> <laughs> So Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra Jonas have joined the roster of producers for the Broadway production of Chicken and Biscuits. Also, the Tony-winning revival of Chicago, which opened its doors September 14th, has joined forces with the Broadway League to present Aviva Broadway Night, celebrating Hispanic and Latino theater makers and audiences, which will take place October 18th at the Ambassador Theater. Portions of that evening's performance of the long-running production, which is celebrating 25 years on Broadway, will be performed in Spanish. I'm really happy and excited for this. The company is currently led by a trio of Latin leads, Ana Villafañe as Roxy Hart, Bianca Marroquín as Velma Kelly, and Tony winner Paulo Zot as Billy Flynn. My people are singing <laughs> in Spanish and... This moves the deepest fibers of my heart. As a Latin theater maker, performer, worker in the entertainment industry, just listening to Broadway stuff in Spanish, it makes me feel included. So mm-hmm. it, it's, it's a deep emotion and I'm on the verge of tears right now for this. Mm-hmm. Also, the owners and operators of all 41 Broadway theaters in New York have extended the vaccination and mask requirements for audiences through the end of the year. This is huge and important. How do you feel about this, Ayana? First of all, I can hear like you choking up about <laughs> Chicago Viva Broadway. Yeah. That's so important. <laughs> like, I really think it's so important to make sure diversity, inclusion, um, nights like this, we're, we're getting so many Black theater nights. And yes. I feel like, you know, um, we've had Asian American nights for some shows. This is something that has been missing. And I am so happy that this is now being included and you have to find a way to get to New York for October 18th, obviously. And also um, the Broadway league. Thank you. I want people to come back to theater and the safest best way is to, you know, make sure that people are vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Masks are staying on throughout the entire show. So important. So very important. And congratulations to Doug Lyons of Chicken and Biscuits, uh, Nick Jonas and Priyanka. Like, how? <laughs> you, that's like, wait, what a minute, wait a minute. What? 
like, and Douglas is a good friend of mine, but it's like, wow, he's like knocking it out of the park. And I'm seeing chicken and biscuits, like playbill shots all through social media. Very happy for him. Yes. On that note, let's get into some show openings and casting announcements. Dana H. held its first preview last Friday, and I must say the show is better than ever. And not just because I'm an associate producer on it. The Broadway premiere of Lucas Hanath's documentary play will officially open on October 17th. The play details Hanath's mother's real-life kidnapping by a patient in the psych ward where she worked as a chaplain. This show, Martine, off the chain. Really? Literally, I went to the dress rehearsal. I mean, I saw the show. The show had its original production um, at the Vineyard in 2019, like right before COVID shut down. And I mean, it's one of the greatest plays I've ever seen. But like on Broadway, it's like, oh my goodness, the show is going to knock people's socks off for sure. Six also opened yesterday. And what a glorious opening night those ladies had. I mean, have you seen any productions of Six, Martine? No, I've seen a lot of videos mm-hmm. of either opening number or closing number. Uh, mm-hmm. But I haven't seen the whole show. I've heard it is insane. I have to confess that when I listened to the cast recording, I wasn't into it. But mm-hmm. then things changed and I loved it. Like musically, it's brilliant. The dresses of those girls are just, again, beautiful. And I, I, I've seen the parts of the production online and pictures, and it just, I feel it's, it's going to knock people out of the park and it's going to knock Broadway out. Mm, that's that's really interesting i the reviews are fantastic um but people did bring up a number of things and that's including like abuse to women and making like light and fun of it because historically these women have like been through it by this man yeah um especially like he beheaded one of them or was it two of them? I don't remember. This is kind of makes light of that. And it's, I don't think that can happen. Like you can't have mm-hmm. like such a phenomenal music and musical and make light of something that's so deep and dark. Yeah. I mean, that's the easiest way to say it. Deep and yeah. dark. It, it's a little bit harder More than the, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I liked, I liked the show. I definitely think it was a good time. It reminds me in no specific context, but it reminds me of when I went to Moulin Rouge. Like, I don't think I was expecting much. I was expecting to have a good time. Mm-hmm. I came out with like, yes, that was a good time. That was successful. The story for me is just a little weird. But also like their opening night party was stunning. Stunning. I posted pictures um, of some of like, of some of like the room like the ambiance was insane the room was they had purple lights everywhere and then candles that gave like this orange hue around the the space it was in this huge open um hall really fun night 
I mean, those girls really deserved it. They've been through a lot. Could you imagine your opening night set on the day Broadway shut down? Like you were supposed to open an hour and then... Bye-bye. <laughs> exactly. You get an announcement that, yeah, it's not happening. Um, And so the party was lovely. And I think, you know, the girls definitely deserve that. And congratulations to them because they are working their tails off on mm-hmm. that show. In casting news, a new production of Macbeth is headed to Broadway next year, starring Daniel Craig in the title role, alongside Ruth Nega, who will make her Broadway debut as Lady Macbeth. Casting for Manhattan Theatre Club's Broadway premiere of Skeleton Crew has been announced. The cast will feature Shantae Adams, Brian J. Durden, Odessala Osakalumi, and joining previously announced Tony Award winner and five-time Emmy Award nominee Felicia Richard. Skeleton Crew is written by Tony Award nominee Dominique Merceau and directed by Tony Award winner Ruben Santiago Hudson. Skeleton Crew will begin performances Tuesday, December 21st, 2021, and open Wednesday, January 12th, 2022, at MTC Samuel J. Friedman Theater. Okay, Martine, let's talk really quickly about Macbeth. Are you excited? I am not. It's because I'm kind of (laughs) done with Shakespeare. Um, I've seen so many productions of Shakespeare lately that it's just like, can we give the dude a rest for a bit? <laughs> like, I know, I know that he wrote a lot of things during a pandemic. So it's like kind of a full circle moment for his place to be on a stage right now. But I am not a fan of Macbeth. And yeah, just give him a rest for a bit. <laughs> What I would prefer Daniel? new shows. What about Daniel and Ruth? I think they're going to make an, an insane like they're couple on have, the stage. Yeah, this yeah. is really going to be like. I mean, have you seen like any of the films that Ruth has been in? She's like yeah. a phenomenal actress, and I yeah, cannot wait. Yeah, I, I I can't wait. Anyways. So, Girl from the North Country has announced the full cast for the production's return to Broadway on October 13th. Colin Bates will be joining the cast in the role of Jean Lane. This show will begin performances on Friday, February 7th at the Belasco Theater, and opening night will be Thursday, March 5th. Performances will resume on Broadway on Wednesday, October 13th, 2021. Roundabout Theatre Company has announced the full cast starring alongside LaShawns in the Broadway production of Trouble in Mind. Michael Zegan will star as Al Manners, Chuck Cooper will star as Sheldon Forrester, and Danielle Campbell will star as Judy Sears. Also, casting has been announced for the upcoming national tour of The Prom, and this cast is going to be mind-blowing. Caden Kearney will star as Emma, Kaylin West as Alisa Green, Courtney Balin as Dee Dee Allen, Patrick Vetzel as Barry Glickman, Emily Borromeo as Angelique Dickinson, Bud Weber as Trent Oliver, Sinclair Mitchell as Mr. Hawkins, Ashanti Jaria as Mrs. Green, and Chevey Brown as Shelder Saperstein. The hilarious hit Broadway musical comedy, which won the Drama Desk Award for Outstanding Musical, will run technical rehearsals at the Carson Center in Paducah, Kentucky, before launching at Playhouse Square in Cleveland, Ohio, on Tuesday, November 2nd, 2021. 
Very exciting. Let's get into some theater socials. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So you just spoke about the cast and the new prom casting has been literally the talk of theater socials. And it's the diversity, I believe, all of us have been screaming for, not just racial diversity, but gender diversity um, and age diversity. Literally, this is... This is it. If we needed an example of a musical that had all of this, I would I would bring the prom up in like every school, every college. Like this is this is it. The lead being non-binary performers, I just think is what we need it right now. And more mm-hmm. after the Tony's Jagged Little Pill and all the conversation that you've had with Christian before. I just think the prom knew how to play it and really stepped up and mm-hmm. really said, we are here, we will recognize, and we will put all of our bets to change the game. Mm-hmm. So, and what I think was so important that Christian and a number of people said on social media was putting the gender identity of every cast member on socials and in their press release. I think that's very important. I know that a number of people have spoken up about putting gender identity in playbills as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've seen it happen, but I, I don't think it's a mandatory requirement. And I think that, you know, moving in into 2022, I think we should take a look at how we are creating bios and putting it out there. And I think it's really important you know, to not just have your name, but absolutely your gender identity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, the prompt couldn't, the announcement couldn't come at a better time, right? Yes. It was like such perfect timing. Yeah. <laughs> also on theater socials, Broadway Flea, Broadway Flea is like Broadway Christmas, right? I mean, last Sunday, to benefit Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS, the theater community came together to purchase all sorts of goodies. There was everything from signed playbills, signed candles from Hades Town. I saw a cast that Evan Hansen wears and Dear Evan Hansen on set. It's literally like Christmas Day, like a holiday. I mean, have you ever been to a Broadway Flea? Not yet, unfortunately, but Flea and Broadway Con and an opening night are like three of the things I 
have on my bucket list before I die. <laughs> yeah, it's like Christmas Day. Yeah, Broadway Flea is definitely something you have to go to. Um, I didn't get everything that I wanted because, I mean, I was happily working with Broadway Podcast Network. We had a few interviews and we're doing a special live from Broadway Flea episode, which I'm really excited about. Um, but there were some things that I really, really wanted. One was being a Once on This Island t-shirt. So if you're anyone listening who had anything to do with Once on This Island, please send your girl a t-shirt. That's the only thing I really wanted. Um, but I did get a Once on This Island um, picture book. I also got um, the script for The Father, which is one of my favorite plays of all time. Um, and so, you know, I got some goodies, but, you know, people stopped by the BPN table and said, look at what I got, Ayana. It was like so lovely to see people really excited, people back in the community. I think that's an event that's really for us. And so it was good to see people out and about. And you also met a lot of people that you only had met online. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I met so many people. So many people just came up and said, are you Ayana? It was like so crazy. Um, I've never thought that this would ever come to this point, but it was really nice seeing people outside of Zoom boxes or outside of like Clubhouse or Twitter yeah. or anything. It was really nice to see people in person. And um, the day as a whole was really beautiful. Um, and so, you know, Look, make sure that next year you have everything written down, Broadway Con, Broadway Flea, and you get out here. Okay, Martine, that's on your list. Yes. Let's Before we wrap, make sure to check out broadwaypodcastnetwork.com for new episodes, including Broadway Gives Back podcast chats with performer and In the Heights assistant choreographer, Luis Salgado, about telling original stories of Latin America and making art with a purpose. The Theater Podcast with Alan Seals talks with theater producer Jill Furman about Freestyle Love Supreme and the project she has in development. Now We're Talking podcast links with Anne Harada about Schmigadoon and life during the pandemic. Page to Stage podcast chats with playwright Douglas Lyons about bringing his show Chicken and Biscuits to Broadway. Broadwasted podcast talks with the cast of Freestyle Love Supreme about mango, mezcal, margaritas, and theater games. And don't forget to check out BPN's Best Kept Secret, As the Curtain Rises, the true story about the fictional creation of Avatar the Musical. You can find episodes at bpn.fm slash ATCR. Make sure to download our iOS app at bpn.fm slash app for early access to all these episodes and more. So we asked on socials, if you're introducing someone to musical theater, what are some of the productions that you would suggest? Martine, any idea? I would go with something maybe they already know, as in a Disney production. Uh, because I think that musical theater, I mean, if someone goes to Wicked, to the Phantom of the Opera, to Cats as their first production, they will hate it because they are dense. They are a mu they're musicals that are great, but they are so packed with musical theater stuff that people will probably avoid it at the first time. So I would go either with something they already know or something way 
fun for them as an experience instead of a, of the show. As you said, Six, Moulin Rouge, maybe Hamilton because they have heard it even though it's a sung through musical. But I would definitely go with something soft, not that dense, not that deep. <laughs> I don't mm, know. That's interesting. What I also you? think, I, I think it depends on the person, right? Um, and Absolutely. what they like. But yeah. I definitely agree that Disney productions are like the safe bet to be like your first. I think if Beauty and the Beast was ever to be revived on Broadway, I would introduce someone to musical theater through Beauty and the Beast because not only is the story very familiar, but like that's a production. I, anytime I've seen Beauty and the Beast, it's been an over-the-top production. So that's something that I would say yes. But also something that's really dark and deep and really explains musical theater. And I would say Sweeney Todd something that's so dark and so deep, but so like gets a story really going. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to say to your cat's point, you you said <laughs> that they would hate it, but a lot of people, a lot of millennials remember cats being their first production that they saw. And now they're in love with musical theater or in theater in general. So <laughs> while I personally agree that I wouldn't take someone to see Cats. I don't know if they would hate it because it really made me fall in love with theater. Yeah. It made me want to work in theater. And so here we are. So maybe Cats, maybe not Cats. That <laughs> <laughs> The decision is yours. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Martine. And thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of What's Up Broadway. You can learn more about What's Up Broadway at bpn.fm slash WUB and connect with us on Twitter at Network. Send us a hot tip at bpn.fm slash hot tip. And please make sure you follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Leave us a rating and tune in next week to another episode of What's Up Broadway. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.